But then when you realize what their point of reference is and what they're coming from, it's like, I never thought about that that way. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, and you found the Serving Senior Podcast. Now, this is the podcast where we highlight those businesses and professionals that are helping seniors not just get by or survive, but thrive in retirement. And today we have a good friend of mine, Barb Abramson. She is the founder of Making Meaningful Connections. She's going to share with us how she works through with groups and individuals of all types, but really focused on seniors to help them thrive in their retirement. Barb, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, also, thank you for always being a shining light. I know if things aren't going right or things aren't going well, I can always rely on you for a kind comment and a smile. So we appreciate you. Okay. Spread spread the joy. Well, thank you for doing that. This is going to be fun. I've really uh, looked forward to this and because I know a lot about you, but uh, not everything. And also probably some people listening don't know everything. So maybe if you could share with us some background, where you're from and what you do to help seniors and even how the idea came to start serving seniors in the ways that you do. Absolutely. I, I started a law of attraction group um, back in Florida many years ago. And the law of attraction says that if you know you focus on good, good will come to you. Mm. And I had a group monthly at the library in the Orlando area. And I had done a program called Happiness in the Five Senses, where we went around the room and sort of talked a little bit about, you know, our memories associated with the five senses. And there was a woman there who worked with one of the senior groups in Orlando and said, that would be really great if you would come and do this for our senior group. And I said, I'd love to. And doing it with the seniors was amazing. All age groups are really fun, but with the seniors, um, their memories go back so much farther. And they talked about things that weren't part of my own generation. So it was a wonderful learning experience. And uh, when we talked about smell, um, a woman talked about, you know, the fresh mowed grass on the farm. Now here in Tennessee, there's a lot more people that had farms than they mm -hmm. did in Orlando. So that was something new to me, but um, a woman actually talked about, and this may sound strange, but the smell of manure because she grew up on a farm wow. and it just brought back those childhood memories. Um, and they talked about, you know, the smell of the rain or the sound of the rain, um, and a woman shared a recipe that her mother had made. And another woman stood up crying and said, I haven't heard that in years. My mom made it too. It was an old Hungarian recipe. And you could just see people's eyes meet across the room. And some were tears, some were smiles. People were nodding. Um, one woman talked about touch and she went like, like this. And she said, that was the first time my husband's lips pressed against mine. And, you know, that was, that was a moment that I'll never forget. And there was a couple there, a married couple, and they reached over and just kind of grabbed hands and you can just see, see things going on around the room and people smiling and nodding. And some of the comments afterwards were, 
we've been with this group for years, but we've learned things today about each other we never knew because we would go to a, a seminar and we would, you know, hear a speech about something and we'd all, you know, nod our heads and go back to our homes or go back to wherever we were coming from. But this was really interactive because people really started to share from their heart and some of the most magical moments. And from there, I started going to other senior groups, whether it was at a church, a synagogue, independent living, assisted living. And one of the things about assisted living that I think is near and dear to my heart is that my parents reached a point in their life too where they weren't able to take care of themselves and went to an assisted living. Their friends weren't there. Um, they didn't have their car anymore. They, they were kind of really feeling displaced. And I did the program at theirs and many other um, facilities. And suddenly they were discovering people that had the same interests as they did. And it was the most beautiful thing because now they they had new friends. Um, my mom found somebody who did oil painting like she did. My dad found some people to play cards with. And it made being in a new environment a lot easier for them and for many of the residents. Wow, that's awesome. That's mm -hmm. some fantastic, fantastic stories. It, the um just to see how it spawned from what you were doing and see it grow um mm -hmm. that's pretty pretty awesome maybe share uh, tag along to that maybe share some of the topics and seminars you do for seniors mm -hmm. well the the main one the starting point was the happiness in the five senses okay. going through the five senses and sharing a memory and we would go through each of them individually so and i would share a site that had meant something to me. And then they'd go around the room and, and they would share. And um, taste was always fun because you got heard about great food. Um, but it was just always, always exciting to hear people's perspective on what's been in their life, especially as I said before, for generations that were ahead of me of experiences I have never had. And, you know, here we are on Zoom but back in the day when it was a real treat for people to be able to see their grandchildren across the country on a computer back in the days of Skype, mm. you know, so now it's very common that people can hop on computers. So that was really fun. I've also done, uh, I do a program for adults, for college kids, um, for corporations, but um, boards of directors, and it's called sharing your values. And a word may mean something to me, but may something different to you. And again, um, seniors have a totally different perspective on life because they have lived through so many things. Um, my mother-in-law came from, you know, depression age. And so she didn't trust people very much. So trust for her was a very different word than trust was for me. And to hear people define values according to what their experiences in their life has been. Um, it's eye-opening, it's heart-opening, and it's entertaining at the same time. Um, and if you are open to that, it's like, wow, I never thought of it that way. 
and somebody that, you know, you may have, wherever the situation is in life, you may have thought something about them because, oh, I don't like the way, what they said. But then when you realize what their point of reference is and what they're coming from, it's like, I never thought about that that way. Hmm. So um, to me, it's, it's just such a cool experience because I love connecting people and mm -hmm. I love hearing everybody's point of view. I always say there's three sides to every story, mm -hmm. right? There's yours, there's mine, and there's probably a blend in between mm -hmm. of the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. It's Yeah, it sounds like it almost takes it where they're sitting across from each other on the table and you're almost uh -huh. taking them with their you're causing one person to stand up and sit beside each other because you're getting on the same page, reading from the same book. I like that analogy. That's great. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Well, um, Barb, maybe share with us uh, what you feel your superpowers are. Maybe what are some qualities about yourself that allows you to run these seminars, allow you to make these connections and allow you to make you make people feel together versus apart? Great question. Again, um, I think I'm pretty heart-based. I have done a, a lot of work um, in, in the concept of being positive and to, you know, look at the silver lining and clouds um, because I look for joy and I find joy um, in things. It takes you through the day a lot better than, you know, if, if your head's up and you see the sun and you see the clouds and you see the leaves on the trees, you're going to smile. And if mm -hmm. your head's down and you, you know, bump into something because you didn't see it, you know, you're not going to have as good a day. Um, and probably when I was younger, I had some of those days and I learned to look up and, and see the sunshine. Mm -hmm. And I know how that makes me feel. Um, I love, love connecting people, which is why I have, you know, my company titled Making Meaningful Connections. When, when I have met people and we discover that we are connected, you know, in some way, because we, we've shared an experience or we have, we've had that same feeling about something. And again, it doesn't have to be identical, but we've experienced something that just makes us feel closer. And you, you know how you have, when you have a connection with somebody mm -hmm. that it's just like, you're excited to see them. And having had that for myself and having um, seen some people who were maybe sad or withdrawn and to see them come out of their shell. And I think it started, you know, when, with my parents too, when they went to assisted living and I saw their struggle. And when I, when I realized that I could be part of the, their success in being there, um, because their happiness meant everything to me. And then I saw it spread to other people. I said, wow, how can I take this more places? Mm. And so my life experience have turned into the different programs that I run, whether it is for seniors, whether it's for corporations, boards of directors, for kids with bullying. Um, everything I do is to help create positive connections with these fun interactive workshops and I've gotten some really wonderful responses from people who um, have seen the benefit as well. That's great. That's great. 
Uh, Barb, maybe you can share a little bit more about how you either serve your clients or serve your community, even a story about the bullying program might be good. Um, that would be great. Um, bullying happens in a couple of different ways. Um, sometimes a bully is a victim bully, meaning they have been bullied and they empower themselves by picking on somebody else. That's the way that, that they cope. Um, I've also seen a bully who is socially awkward, doesn't know how to start a conversation and may say something off base or inappropriate because they don't know how to have those conversations. So depending on the age of who I'm working with, um, if they're younger, I it's very simple and I help them find things in common um, in a really fun way. And I have honestly seen a bully and the person that they bullied realize that they have things in common they never knew because they've never talked. You know, it's, and they're like, wow, um, I've done this with uh, just even talking about pets. And one child had a gecko. And the bully was like, you have a gecko? Like, that's really cool. And tell, you know, he wanted to hear all about it. And can I come see it? And the kid was a little hesitant at first, but, you know, we, I actually helped facilitate that. And we did it in an outdoor friendly space here. We had the little terrarium and it was like, wow. And, you know, instead of realizing that I have to fight for attention, I can be a friend for, for, you know, a good thing instead. And so that's what I try and do with kids um, as they get older. You know, we, we talk about um, the topics get a little deeper, complicated. Um, the sharing your values program that I do, where I said words can mean different things can start with, you know, kids in their teens and go up through college and go through adults um, I like to do programs to find out what people are passionate about outside of work. And I was, um, I was on a board and our board merged with two other companies. And we went from the small intimate board where people knew each other to this room of 40 people. Mm. And we're looking around the room going, who are these people? And, you know, why should I care in a way that was kind of the feeling. Mm. A lot of people left the board. And the larger board that merged with us, they, somebody made a motion and everyone's like, okay, I guess, because we really didn't know each other. So we had a strategic planning session and I asked for an hour before lunch to do a workshop. So um, I made everybody change seats, sit with someone they didn't know. And um, I actually went through the what are you passionate about outside of work? And it, it comes back pretty often, family, faith, um, maybe sports, some other kind of activity, kids. Um, and three guys, they were one from each board. I could not have planned this, indicated they were all into motorcycles. Okay. And they're like, that's really cool. That never would have come out at a board meeting. And when we went to lunch, people were at different tables and they were talking and the the noise level was fun. And the three guys were in a corner and 
um, they actually went motorcycle riding together for a few years. Till, That's till awesome. It was incredible. When we came back in, instead of the air feeling stale, it was really fun. Um, people felt connected. And we also asked them, you know, you're on this board. Why? Why are you part of this mm -hmm. organization? And, you know, there were, this was a behavioral health organization. And there were some, some people said, well, you know, my friend Beth dragged me on the board. And I'm like, yep, that was me. I was one of them. She, <laughs> she asked me, but there were a couple people there. One, one gentleman said he had been involved with drugs and he got clean and wanted to help others. Wow. And another woman shared that her brother had taken his life and she wanted to help others. So some oh. of it was, deep. and yeah, it was deep, but it connected people because it gave us insight into who they were and why they felt different things and expressed different things. And there was this huge shift, you know, in the air because of that. And um, so it was really, really cool um, finding out what people like love to do. And even with seniors, you know, what was your favorite thing growing up? What was your favorite toy? You know, um, yeah, jacks, you know. That's <laughs> yeah. Little girls now don't play with jacks. <laughs> so just, you know, really, really cool stuff, you know, things have changed. So, um, you know, it really helps people connect. We created an onboarding process for new members nice. um, to board, got them involved in committees, um, you know, ways of, of helping people connect with the kids. Once they learn about finding things in common, it helps them start conversations. And with any group that I do a workshop, um, my hope is that they'll take something from it that somebody new, for example, might come to their group, whether it's independent living, just a community center, a, a church or synagogue group, you know, or an assisted living. And they have reached out and set, and taken those lessons and taken those fun experiences and can reach out to somebody new coming in and, and welcome them and say, tell me what you like, like, oh, me too. So it's that, it's that getting people connected. And it's, um, it's kind of that you throw the little pebble in the water and those ripples go out. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Well, Barb, one thing I love about you is you're such, besides being super positive, you're a great connector. So you're always connecting people, share, sharing referrals. Uh, but now this is, I wanted to do the same same for you. I guess if someone's listening to this, mm -hmm. learning about you, what would be the type of person or maybe individual or business owner they should send this to? And I guess what would be a good referral for you? Thank you so much for that. Um, sort of three different categories um, with seniors. Um, I would love to get in touch with um, either the directors or activity directors at any of the senior facilities, whether they're independent living okay. or assisted living, all of those are great. Or if somebody uh, is an activity director at a church or synagogue um, though, or any other senior um, community group are fabulous with children getting into the schools 
um, maybe the principal, the guidance counselor at any level. So I do work with elementary, with middle school, which is always probably the most challenging. Okay. Yep. And then, I mean, it's for them, not for me. And then up to, you know, with high school, I've even talked to some college groups, um, boards of directors, you know, boards meet maybe sometimes every month or every other month. They come in, they have their meeting, they leave, and they're generally not connected with each other. So if they're doing strategic planning sessions or retreats or even, even a board meeting, um, I worked with a group where they were trying to decide the budget and I had all the committees there and all the committees were like, yeah, the budget's all about my committee. Mm. And they had never considered how to work with the other committees yet. So I find out what's your need and what are you going for? And I'll, I will help them connect in different ways. Um, so, and, and any company that wants its employees on, and staff or upper management, whomever their target is to bond together when you're invested in each other you're going to be more invested in the product that you're working on and the project that you're working on and um, it really helps um, team building really helps um, can communities become more connected and businesses become more profitable hmm. well said so good people all the yeah. way around that's fantastic. So yeah, it could be the senior for the actual population of the facility, but it also could be you could do something for them, but you could also do something for the staff to bring them together as organizations. Is that accurate? Absolutely. And I've even worked with senior care that uh, they go into the homes because mm -hmm. I can, um, I've been with to there to a group um, where. Sometimes they'll bring seniors into their facility for a fun day, but also to work with the, the senior helpers who are going into people's homes from all the various agencies, because I can give them some activities and conversations that while they're there helping them, you know, they, they can, they can make people happy when they're asked how, not just how they are, hi dear, how are you today? Um, they get that all the time, but I'd love to know who you are. Hmm. Who you are versus how you are is a whole different conversation. That's that's awesome. Yep. Maybe, and also I'm sure teaching the value, if you actually ask how they are, don't be upset when you finally find the one person that tells you, because if you ask them, right, you need to have enough time and enough space internally to receive that and try to help, or at least be a good listener. Right. Yep. That's it. Being able to listen is, is huge. Um, and being able, you know, to connect at the heart level, um, it goes a long way. Hmm. That's great. Well, any, um, Barb, maybe you could share with me any resources that you recommend to people, whether it's, um, your website or things about you, or maybe external resources you recommend that people check out, you know, even before they work with you. My website is barbabramson.com. Okay. Pretty simple. So um, it has um, information about all the different um, programs that I do and the different groups that I work with, with kids, with seniors, with corporations, um, different programs that I do for different ages. So that's always really helpful. Um, and I'm open to having a conversation. I always 
like to talk to someone to find out what their goal is, what's going on with their group that they would like help with. And I, I can come in and, you know, craft something around what they do. Um, I worked with a group that had um, a whole bunch of new people coming on staff or coming on a board. And how do I let them know they have a voice? Absolutely. I have a really fun program that involves hula hoops, but not in the way you think. So um, it just gets people, you know, really, really doing fun team building. So it's really just having a goal of, um, of growing closer together to serve others. And I can, I think when I hear what their need is, I can help direct them to something, but there's a lot of information on my website. Sure. That completely makes sense. That's awesome. Well, Barb, I know that um, I like to say it's not what you say, it's how you say it that's probably more important. And also even more important than that is why you're saying it. And I'm 100% sure that you're what you say and how you say you do it because your heart's in the right spot and you're all about helping people. So I'm so glad to learn more about your story and so glad to have you on here and, and see the great things that you're going to you're doing and continue to do to serve seniors and all humanity, especially here in Tennessee. So we're glad we stole you from Florida. <laughs> I love being here. It's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Hey, you didn't give us a fun fact. Um, we didn't go, we didn't go far back as I like to go. What did you do before you got into this and helping seniors in these programs? What was your previous career? Um, well, I'll go back two careers and tell you how I uh, went okay. on the journey. Um, I, I worked for Tribune Media Company, um, which was, um, they own the Orlando Sentinel, they own the Chicago Tribune, okay. and I worked in new product development and had a lot of fun um, talking with people and meeting with people all over the country as we introduced new products into the uh, newspaper, electronic newspaper world. And then my job was moved to Chicago and they said, do you want to go? And my parents and my, you know, son were, and my in-laws, we were all in Florida and I, we didn't want to leave. My husband had a flooring company and he said, um, will you come in and help me? My parents want to retire. And I thought I'd do it for about a year. And I was there for about 20, but at the same uh -oh. time, at the same time I was there, um, I hired people and then I would, you know, come in and do payroll and I would, I started my coaching business. So, but um, I loved working with customers to find out about the flooring. And again, it wasn't, let me show you something. It was, tell me about how you live your life so we can find you the right product. And so it was all about getting to know our customers um, and helping them. So I think it's just, you know, I came from some very loving parents and they, they were all about helping others. And I think one of the best days of my life was when my son hosted some people at his house and stood up and said, this is what my grandparents did. If we had, if there was a holiday and someone didn't have a place, my grandparents would go pick them up and bring them over and go to the college. And so I think that I learned from them and seeing how that went through to my son, I think it was maybe a divine path that, that just sent me down this way because I came from, you know, good stock. Mm, that's, that's fantastic. What did your, what did your parents do? Um, my father was in 
retail management and my mother was a medical assistant, but they just loved people. That's what they did. Mm, That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, The apple, I guess from behind you, we might say the pineapple didn't fall too far from the tree, huh? Yeah. I don't think I've shared that story in a very long time, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm really proud to, to have learned from them and then to see that, you know, my son also has learned from them too. So it's really nice. That's great. That's great. Well, Barbara, anything that um, you'd want to share that I, I should have asked you, but didn't ask you? Um, I think that we covered a lot of it. Um, I think for me, the, the biggest thing is um, especially anytime we talk about memories and we can we connect to them and they're good memories that we can anchor that joy and happiness. And when we can anchor joy and happiness for ourselves, you know, um, I think that it's contagious mm-hmm. and other to feel that too. And so um, I think I love seeing smiles on faces and seeing people's eyes light up and seeing eyes connect across the room. Um, no matter what program I'm doing, that to me is, I think, one of the most fulfilling things for me. Mm. So uh, if I can bring that joy to others, I'm happy. That's great. That's yeah, that's perfect. Well, um, maybe share share with us um, what areas of Tennessee you would serve, how far out you would go, and then uh, phone number, best way to get in contact with you. I'll start with the phone number. It's I still have my Florida number. It's 407 407- nine four seven six two eight seven okay i'm right here in middle tennessee and everywhere in middle tennessee is easy to get to but if there is anyone that is interested in having me come uh, to another state or another part of tennessee i'm very open to those discussions i've done some programs up in ohio and i've when i was in florida i traveled the state I've been up in Georgia before, um, so I am I am open to conversations, you know, about it all. Gotcha. That's great. Have gas, we'll travel, huh? Have gas, we'll travel, or perhaps an airplane if needed. If needed. That's great. Well, Barb, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you for sharing your message, and thank you for being who you are. It's always looking to help people. Thank you, Matt. I'm truly glad to have met you as well, and um, you have such a joyful disposition. So our connection is is great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for saying that. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for watching the Serving Senior Podcast, the podcast where we highlight those businesses and professionals just like Barb that help seniors not just get by, not just survive, but thrive in retirement. So make sure you subscribe and look for future episodes. Thanks again. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Matt Helton with OneTrust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement, don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone 
that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow. Maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like. Our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, and depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older, to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want. As long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.